You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1401. Why don't we want to cancel? Well, we don't want to cancel because we want the money, right? We want to do the deal. And that's the wrong mindset to have. We want to be in an abundance mindset. And so if we have leads coming in month after month after month, we've got more deals than you can handle. And so you got to make sure that you're marketing consistently. You got a good flow of a pipeline. And you're like, you know, always thinking, man, I'm going to need more people, more salespeople. And so you got to generate leads. You know, you could get leads online. You could do direct mail leads. You could be cold calling. But you got to have leads that are the lifeblood of your business. If you don't have that, you're always going to be in a feeling of scarcity. So be a boss. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. So today we're going to talk about what not to do if a seller wants to cancel your contract. So let's pretend, or maybe you've experienced this, right? You spent your money on marketing and you got leads coming in. You found a seller who wants to do a deal. You met with them, negotiate a great deal, and you're counting your money. You are excited. And all of a sudden, seller calls you a couple of days later and says, I want to cancel. Oh, man, how deflating. I tell you what. I've been there. It sucks. But you can rise above this situation. I tell you what, I used to react the totally wrong way. I remember I used to, uh, man, such an amateur, but I used to get angry. I used to uh, threaten. I used to uh, have a form of scarcity in my mid-20s because I just lost a deal. And I can tell you what, this is not the way to act. You are a professional. You are out for win-win solutions. You are out to build a brand and a reputation of someone who is a blessing, not a burden. And so I'm going to teach you uh, how to react cool, calm, collected, So that not only could you have a business that is going to thrive, but you are going to have a business that's going to pay you month after month, year after year, decade over decade, and something that you can be proud of. The worst thing that you can do when a seller says they want to cancel the contract, or maybe they ghost you, is chase the seller, right? I've talked a lot about chasing the dog. The more you chase the dog, the more you tell a seller they have to do business with you, the harder this is going to be. So I always say, first, let the seller talk and listen. And don't say a word, okay? Let the seller talk. And let's say they want to cancel. My first reaction is, can you tell me a little bit more? And listen to what the seller says. If they don't tell me why, I might say, can you tell me what you're thinking but not actually saying, right? That's a great question (laughs) because they might say, oh, you have to come up in price or my sister, you know, says this is a bad deal. I I totally get it. My initial reaction, my initial coaching for you and stay tuned here is, hey, look, if you don't want to do this deal, I totally understand. I'll let you out of the contract. No questions asked. I only want this to be a win for you. So 
in my mind, contract is canceled. Then say, but I am curious, right? Can you tell me what I could have done better here? And then listen. So now you disarm the seller and let them talk. I said, that would be a huge favor to me. And so you're going to find out one of two things. Either this is situational in their life. Maybe they don't want to move. Maybe it's overwhelming. Maybe they want to stay. Fine. In that case, great. But maybe you're going to find out that somebody outsold you. Maybe they offered more value. Maybe they let the seller stay there for three months after closing and that's what they wanted. Maybe they offered a storage unit to the seller. I don't know what it is, right? Maybe uh, they agreed to adopt their dog because they couldn't take their dog with them to their next house. I don't know what it is, but you want to find that out. And you do that by not chasing. You let them out of the agreement, you start over and you listen. Now, hopefully you've built a lot of rapport and they are feeling pretty bad about canceling on you. So at the very least, right? Keep them a friend, make a friend, don't cause conflict and just listen because maybe they want to help you and now tell you what you could have done better. So if it's a scenario where now they just don't want to move, geez, let them out completely. No questions asked. Make a friend and hopefully that deal will come back to you and maybe even better terms this time. So that's what I would say about that. If you feel like they're canceling because they're going with somebody else, I can tell you, sure, this is emotionally, it's hard and it's damaging, but you want to find out why. But also in an environment where you're going to let them out of the agreement. Now, not everybody listening to me on this podcast is going to agree, but I can tell you that things go much, much, much better for you. I have enforced contracts before, and I can tell you that it's not fun. You know, I don't particularly like to get paid that way. I like people to have a big smile on their face when we do a deal, leave a testimonial, take a picture, give me thumbs up and tell their friends about me, right? Our company. And that's the way that makes this business fun. If you're forcing someone to do a deal, I don't know, it just doesn't feel good. So I would say this, my opinion, let them out of the contract. Now, are there circumstances you know, that I might change my mind. Maybe if we're like the, you know, two days before closing and all of a sudden the seller tries to go with somebody else $20,000 higher and not tell me and try to go behind my back, maybe I might fight it, but usually not. Okay, so my first bet is build a relationship, let them out, have a smile on your face, send them a thank you card, tell them if anything changes, you're here and move on. My overwhelming recommendation. Because if you do that, I tell you what, seven out of 10 times, that deal is coming back. And they're going to be very, very happy to do business with you. In another scenario, let's say you decide not to let them out. Here's what I'm going to do. And by the way, check with your attorney on this. But I would legally record my interest. Okay, this is if you don't take my advice. And what I mean by that is record your contract. Now, in most states, you can record your contract without buyer or seller interest. But if you are in a state that requires both parties to sign, it's always a good idea to get your contracts notarized. And so you can sign, uh, you can record your contract if it is signed by both buyer and seller, if your contract is notarized. So you can record your agreement. I would not argue with a seller in this case. I would just say, hey, I'm ready to close. I know that you said you wanted to cancel, but when you're ready to close, I'm here. And then just wait. Don't threaten. Don't argue, just wait. And then over time, if that seller tries to sell to somebody else, 
your interest will pop up, right? The title company will call you and then the seller is going to have to deal with you then. And so you can decide to release your interest or negotiate with the seller for some kind of buyout. And I have done that on a few deals where the seller was not communicating. So if I have a seller that won't communicate, what I'll do is I will just record our interest. I'll send a letter to the seller and say, hey, we're ready to close. We haven't been get, uh, ready to get a hold of you. And then I'll wait for the seller to come back to me. We recently had a deal like that uh, that was a couple of years old where the seller just didn't show up for closing, wouldn't communicate, we recorded our interest, and it just came back and we negotiated for a $10,000 buyout. You know, knowing what I know now is I would just cancel, okay? It's much more important to build your brand. Now, let me give you a mindset shift here, right? Why don't we want to cancel? Well, we don't want to cancel because we want the money, right? We want to do the deal. And that's the wrong mindset to have. We want to be in an abundance mindset. And so if we have leads coming in month after month after month, we've got more deals than you can handle. And so you got to make sure that you're marketing consistently. You got a good flow of a pipeline. And you're like, you know, always thinking, man, I'm going to need more people, more salespeople. And so you got to generate leads. You know, you could get leads online. You could do direct mail leads. You could be cold calling, but you got to have leads that are the lifeblood of your business. If you don't have that, you're always going to be in a feeling of scarcity. So be a boss. Be a boss by letting sellers out of the contracts if they don't want to do a deal. Man, it's going to give you some power. You just walk away. But you also got to do that mentally. You got to market like a boss. You got to invest in yourself like a boss because you are in a season of abundance and not scarcity. I look back to the Todd that negotiated in his 20s that argued with sellers that uh, was like, you've got to stay in this contract. And I'm like, ugh, I don't really like that guy. You know, I like the guy that says this is not a win-win. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, I negotiated a deal in a mobile home park and the seller was like, uh, I think the seller was 88. Wife was 88. And they had an attorney representing them. And halfway through the transaction, the seller seemed like they were getting cold feet. Uh, and it, I could tell the attorney felt like I was going to sue them if they didn't do the deal. And I talked to the seller. I was like, look, the uh, attorney's name is Mercedes. And I was like, Mercedes, I was like, I'm only here to, for a win-win deal, right? If your client doesn't want to do this deal, I'll, I'll let them out. You know, and she's like, well, how much do we have to pay you? I was like, nothing. <laughs> I'll cancel right now. And you could, I could tell she was like super impressed by that. We built the relationship. And by the way, I was totally willing to cancel it. And we bought the deal. It was a phenomenal deal for us. It was a good deal for them. And uh, we walked away uh, doing the transaction. And by the way, because of that, this is the crazy thing, is that seller has about 80 units that I am uh, looking to possibly purchase right now because we were willing to walk away. So to summarize, I always think the best policy is to let the seller out uh, of the contract immediately, take all the pressure off. Number two, try to find out why though. Maybe there's an objection that you can overcome. Uh, three, send a thank you card, even after the fact, because I could tell you seven out of 10 times that deal is going to come back. Uh, four, if you feel like they're going with a competitor or for something, you know, reason is I would still let them out. But if you decide not to, you can record a memorandum of interest if your contract is notarized in most states. And uh, don't argue. Just tell the seller that you're still willing to close uh, and do not threaten to sue. Just wait. And when that deal closes with 
another title company, you may get a call and you can decide what to do at that point. Okay, of course, check with your attorney on that one. Do it the legal way, right? But I can tell you in general, the best policy is to let people out of the contracts and be a boss. And you can only be a boss is if you market like a boss. Generate some leads for yourself. Don't be in a, a place of scarcity, but abundance. And that is by continually investing in your business with leads. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. If uh, you want to hook up with me in that Facebook group, go to wholesalinginkgroup.com. Hit me up at Todd Toback, and I will talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.